Welcome to the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. I'm Evan, and I've been a Lost fanatic from the beginning. And I'm Anton, experiencing the mysteries for the first time. Join us as we start from the very beginning and make our way to the very end. This is episode 58, where we're discussing Par Avion from season 3 of Lost. What are you doing here? Buy a cup of coffee? I have nothing to say to you. Claire, I'm leaving tonight and I'll be out of your life forever. Just one cup of coffee. true yes it's true how'd you find out about the accident a doctor friend here in sydney told me i got the call the minute your mother went into surgery why did she tell me that you're dead well because i no doubt left her with so many wonderful memories. Look, we had a fling. I was back in Los Angeles, and she told me that she was pregnant, that she was going to have the baby. Have you? You didn't didn't want to see me? No, no, I came out a bunch of times when you were little. I stayed over, gave you toys, I sang to you. Why'd you stop coming? Because your aunt hates me. And your mother didn't like the fact that I uh, had another family. Why are you here now, then? And why'd you come? You could have just paid her bills from the States. I came over because I wanted to help. Help with what? Claire, your mother is alive, but she's not really living. What's that supposed to mean? It means that now may be the time to look at other alternatives, other ways to relieve her pain. Now, it is illegal to turn off her machines, but I know of ways that can achieve the same effect without the legal consequences. Just stop it! But you didn't come here to help me. You came here to try and fix a mistake that you made. No, honey, that's not true. You think that just paying her bills makes you noble or something? You come down here? And you try and get me to kill her? You know, just go. Why don't you just go? Go back to your real family. You know, you might be my father. But I don't even know your name. And I, um, wanted to stay that way. Claire, 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 listen, listen to me, listen to me. Do not keep your mother alive for the wrong reasons. Now, there is hope and there is guilt, and believe me, I know the difference. Bye, kiddo. It's great seeing you again. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 58 of the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. I'm Evan. And I'm Anton. And we are discussing Par Avion from season three of Lost, a Claire-centric episode, and a huge, huge mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. This, there's some big stuff in this episode. Real big, yeah. Um, I'll kick us off here. Okay. Um, first thing we see is a flashback, and Claire wakes up after you know just having a car accident and sees that her mother has been thrown from the car. Um which is like a huge introduction into her past and all of this stuff that happens in this episode, but there's not much to that. She's in a car accident. Right. Her mom's on the ground. The next thing we see, uh, Charlie seems to be, you know, picking himself up and dusting himself off after, you know, Desmond told him that he's going to die. And, you know, he's wanting to spend some quality time with Claire and kind of help, you know, improve their relationship. And Desmond shows up 
and asked Charlie if he wants to join him for a hunt. Mm-hmm. And uh, Desmond, you know, Charlie's kind of, you know, blowing him off. And Desmond kind of more forcefully suggests that maybe yeah. he'll want to go hunting instead. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and recommends that he go hunting with him. And just then, you know, Claire thinks she's found a way to get them off the island. And she wants to use, you know, catch one of these seabirds that mm-hmm. she just saw flying through the sky. And she knows they're tagged and she wants to get a message onto one of them. So when the scientists, you know, check them out next time, they'll get the message. Right. Yeah. And they'll be rescued. So, yeah, a couple things there. Of course, we're getting back to the whole, you're going to die, Charlie. Thing. Mm-hmm. Again, with Desmond, uh, very clearly Desmond's still trying to be actively involved with saving Charlie right. over and over again. But I just found it kind of comedic how, you know, Charlie's got other plans and, you know, Desmond kind of comes up and you know, maybe you'll want to go hunting yeah. instead, Charlie. Yeah, that was that was pretty <laughs> good. I mean, it it's unfortunate because you kind of, in the... Hurley episode, you kind of thought that Charlie might have beat it and, mm-hmm. you know, and it's over with, but, you know, this just reintroduces right. it again. It's pretty mm-hmm. bad. Yeah, and he does, I mean, he still seems to take it pretty well, but it's not like he's getting depressed and down in the dumps again. Right. But it's kind of like he can't get away from thinking about it constantly because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Desmond's always reminding him because he's, and then, of course, every time Desmond comes and talks to him about it, he's realizing that. You know, I probably was going to die today yeah. if it wasn't for this. Yeah, you know, definitely. That would, be, that would be quite a burden, too. Yeah, definitely. But, and then this whole idea of them, you know, tagging these pigeons. So, you know, or not pigeons, I guess they're seabirds. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, a scientist could find them and get the message. It seems like it could work. But, I mean, I guess, didn't they make a comment about how there were only birds there right now because of the time of the season it was? Yeah, and, uh-huh. Okay, so basically they've never seen the birds before, but this time... Yeah, she said that they were actually going to fly out that day. Right. So, you know, I mean, which that's kind of specific. Yeah. You know, (laughs) Lucky for her, yeah, that they saw them that day. How do you know, you know, that day they're going to leave, you know, but whatever. Very convenient, but nonetheless, you know, sets up, you know, a constraint that they need to Mm -hmm. work within for the show, so I guess Mm -hmm. that's okay. So in the jungle, you know, Saeed, Kate, and Danielle, Locke, and Mikhail, you know, continue to on their trek to find the barracks. Mm-hmm. And there's some interesting conversation that comes out of it in a minute, but we'll get there in a second. Okay. And, um, you know, character bit, you know, Claire's in the hospital and a cop shows up and wants to ask her questions about the accident. And that scene is weird to me. Yeah, I don't me understand, too. like, because it has, like, no consequence for the rest of the episode. Mm-hmm. It's like he shows up he starts kind of asking these, you know, questions that seem like he's almost accusing her of something, but you can't quite tell why. And she says she was driving, Uh which she was, I guess, because I was thinking that she wasn't really driving because she was on the opposite side of the car, but that's because they weren't here. They were somewhere else. Yeah, that's what I thought originally too. So yeah, she said she was driving, but just, I didn't understand why he was questioning her in the first place. She said something about her mom not being dead. She was just in surgery. And he's like, you know, yeah, right. You right. Know, like he thought she's definitely going to die. Mm-hmm. You just don't want to admit it kind mm-hmm. of thing. I didn't get that scene at all. No, I mean, um, I, does in Australia, do they drive on the other side of the road? Yeah, I think pretty much everywhere. I mean, else. Not, I I mean another side of the car. I um, think so. Okay. Yeah. Well, because I, I assumed the same thing. I was like, no, that's weird because he was in the passenger seat. But that makes sense to that. But the only thing I could relate it to was that later she references a fight that mm-hmm. they were into. And obviously, evidently, the fight may have led to the to the wreck. Mm-hmm. And she felt guilty for it. And she was afraid that she was almost in denial about what had happened. Right. You know, no, it was his fault. He did this. Had nothing to do with me and my mom fighting and me being upset. She didn't want it to end like that. Right. That's the only thing I could suggest. I mean that 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 was the meaning behind it, which yeah. really it was kind of awkward with the cop. It's not like yeah, the cop like, had any I involvement guess, in that. I mean, the only thing we can really take from it is the guy just happened to be a jerk, and yeah. you know, there really was no meaning to it. He just wasn't a very very good at interviewing her yeah. and asking her these questions. He's like, it. well, we have to do this anytime it's a fatality. Well, first off, there there's not a fatality until someone's actually dead. I mean, you wouldn't, a cop would never do that, you know, never do that. It didn't make any sense. I'm just, I'm still really confused about it. The whole thing, but we did learn that, you know, she, she says that her father died when she was two. Mm -hmm. That's about the only thing we really learned from that scene. So back to what I was saying before, you know, in the jungle, you know, Kate is asking Mikhail some questions. Uh, Very interesting scene. Let's listen to that. So how'd you get here? How'd you get onto this island? Don't waste your breath. Whatever he says will be a lie. 
I was recruited when I was 24. I was approached by I a man. I didn't ask you when, I asked you how. They brought me on the submarine. So your people, they can just come and go whenever they want? Go, yes. But two weeks ago, our underwater beacon stopped emitting its locator signal. There was an event, an electromagnetic pulse. It would be impossible to come back. Why would you want to come back? You would not understand. Try me. I misspoke. What I meant to say is, you're not capable of understanding. And why am I not capable? Kate, because you are not on the list. What list? The man who brought me here, who brought all of my people here, he is a magnificent man. Ben's so magnificent, then why did he need one of us to save him? Ben. Ben is not. I will try to make this as simple as I can. You are not on the list because you are flawed. Because you are angry. And weak. And frightened. The more I learn about your people, the more I suspect you're not as omniscient as you'd have us believe. Don't speak to us as if you know us. Of course I don't know you, Saeed Jarrah. How could I? And you, Kate Austin, are a complete stranger to me. But you, John Locke, you I might have a fleeting memory of, but I must be confused, because the John Locke I know was hey. perhaps... Look at this. Over here. So a couple of things. First, he says he's he was recruited when he was 24. Mm -hmm. Mikhail does. Um, mm -hmm. He says he was brought to the island by a submarine. Right. Um, let's see. He says they can come and go to the island as they please. But two weeks ago, their beacon stopped working. There was an event, an electromagnetic pulse, that makes it impossible for them to come back to the island mm -hmm. now. I guess anybody who wasn't on the island when that happened can't get back there. Right. Um, he says, you know, Kate is not capable of understanding why they couldn't get back to the island because she's not on the list. The man who brought all of them there, he is a magnificent man. So let's talk about that for a second. Okay. Um, it's kind of like she wants to know technically why it is they can't get back to the island after this electromagnetic event. Mm -hmm. And he says she's not capable of understanding it because she's not on the list. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts on that? Well, I mean, we, we got to go back to our my theory of the people on the list, obviously, is that the good people are on the list, the bad people aren't. Right. Um, I mean, the only thing, I mean, it, there's no clarity to that other than the fact that um, it just seems to me like, oh, I, I can't hardly put it into words, yeah. like why, <laughs> why it is. Like, I mean, to me, right. it seems like there is this, you know, if, if they were if they were good and they were on this list, then they would have already have, like the people that we saw over there uh, on the other island when they were looking at Jack. You know, mm -hmm. it's like they already they had an understanding. You know, it's like they already had this like, okay, this is what's this, this is what's going on, and they were at a ease with everything. Mm -hmm. Jack and never all the rest of them have no clue. But it's because they can't grasp the goodness of it. Yeah, they can't understand that these other people aren't bad and that they are there's some kind of purity there yeah. you know because there's too much blocking that you know it's mm -hmm. there i mean automatically these people are the enemy because of x y and z right so it's basically by they're looking at everything through this filter of like we're the good guys and you're the bad exactly. guys so they're not capable of understanding mm -hmm. any of these methods behind what's going right. on kind of thing yeah i mean it's the only thing i can make of it i okay. mean i have nothing else to go off of but and of course, you know, he talks about, you know, the two weeks ago there was an electromagnetic event. We're assuming this means the whole hatch implosion mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. That's what caused all this trouble. Um, let's see. They can come and go as they please. Very interesting to note. Yeah. Um, one part that I, you know, picked up on that is we knew he had the submarine. The submarine and we knew that they, they utilized it to go from island to island. Um, but, or... Oops, they utilize it in some way 
but it makes me think it's weird for me to think that they can only get to this place using this submarine uh-huh. you know it's like why would that be the case i mean if that was the case and it would imply to me that this place is this this thing is underwater like you mentioned before, before yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, like, if it were above water, I mean, there would be no relevancy for it to be, uh-huh. you know, that way. I mean, right. um, I don't I don't know. So, even with the whole Jax thing, you know, it made you think that his station was underwater. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that. you hear the, like, well noises and stuff yeah. like that. And it made you think that just his little pod was underwater. Yeah. But when I first watched that episode, I assumed that he was opening some door to... The actual world, like the real world, the real world, and yeah, this world would start pouring in, and you yeah. know, it just made you think that, right? But really, he was open, and that's what he said. That's why he said, "We'll all die." He didn't say, "You, me, and her are dead." Uh-huh. All of us are dead. It don't right. matter anymore. And it is interesting too. We never saw the entrance to that facility. How no. they got down there? How they got? Let's see here. I'm trying to remember where we left off with Jack. Was it after the surgery? Mm-hmm. The, the Juliet mm-hmm. episode? Yeah. So, yeah, they're still down there in that hatch as far as we know, and who knows what's going well, on. No, we left off. They are gone. They left the island. Jack uh, and then we're leaving the island. Ben, we're going back to the home because they said they knew that the uh, that his friends would come looking for him. Uh-huh. So they had to leave. So That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay. So they were going somewhere. Okay. They were going to where Ben calls home. home. That's mm-hmm. right. Okay. I remember that now. So with that, I mean, obviously you can get to island to island without mm-hmm. using a submarine. So right. they have to access this place with a submarine. Well, that means it's underwater. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that's the only way I can point to it, you know? Right. So. Good uh, point. Yeah. But, of course, he makes the comment about the person who brought them all there. He's a magnificent man. And, of course, Kate assumes he's talking about Ben. Mm-hmm. And he says, you know, you know, I think he said, like, Ben is not him or it's not Ben is something like that. Yeah. But basically, it was very similar to whenever Locke was talking to, you know, Henry Gale yeah, down in the right. He's like, you know, he's talking, he's a great man, mm-hmm. a magnificent man. And. He, and Locke thinks he's talking about Tom, mm-hmm. and he's like, you know, he he's nobody, yeah. you know? And it's like everyone's making assumptions about who this person in charge is, and the person they're assuming in charge is always like, you know, that guy's nobody, mm-hmm. or I'm nobody, mm-hmm. you know? It's, they're all pointing to someone that we don't even know yet. Yeah, exactly. And saying, you know, there's somebody who's magnificent, and he's great, and we're all going to be so excited to meet him. Yeah. But none of the people we know so far are that guy. No. So. I mean, it's almost like a God element. Every right. time they mention mm-hmm. this person, I, to me, it's like, I'm sure that's probably why they had these purgatory type yeah. gods and stuff. Because, like, I mean, really, they do make this person out to be godlike. You know, mm-hmm. it's like he's great. He's brilliant. He's, you know, you know, loving. And, you mm-hmm. know, just, I mean, you just get this whole God image, you right. know. So, yeah, it doesn't definitely does have my, like, ears perked, uh-huh. you know. So. And then, of course, you know, he starts talking about why they're not on the list or why they're not able to mm-hmm. understand what's going on. And he kind of goes through one by one to all the people and tells them why. And he says, you're not on the list because you are flawed, mm-hmm. you know, to Kate. And he says, because you are angry to Locke. And he says, weak and frightened, you know, to Saeed, I think. Mm-hmm. And, um, and basically they, you know, Saeed says, don't talk about us as if you know us. And he, of course he knows tons about all of them yeah and that's a great scene it's written so well he's like of course i don't know who you are saeed jarrah you know like goes through and tells them who they are exactly and you get this sense that he knows everything about them Mm -hmm. and um but the really really interesting thing about it is he says he may have a fleeting memory of Locke, but that he must be confused because the john Locke he knew was and he starts to say something yeah did you have any idea or theories on what he was about to say like what that word was um well it could be going back to that hunter or but it was like a p word like oh yeah yeah he said um yeah he did like he was about to say he was part of yeah he was you know something like that yeah yeah i can't no, I I don't know what it was, but I mean, it made me think that originally I thought it was, he was going to say, you know, part of a good, a group that was good or something uh-huh. like that. But um, he originally said that none of them were on the list. Right. So or yeah. maybe he was going to say he's part of the group that was turning around that had potential. Yeah. You know. 
But how interesting is it that this guy seems to have a memory of life? Yeah. That's so interesting. I know. And, uh, I mean, it's just makes made me so excited to find out exactly where mm-hmm. this was all going. If, mm-hmm. if Locke had some previous connection to these people yeah. or the Dharma Initiative or yeah, something. Yeah, part of our group. You know, because we keep getting to the uh, – this whole show has made it seem like Locke did have a part of this. Uh-huh. You know, like he was somehow a part of this whole thing. And he and it, did you get any sense of whether or not he knew what what Mikhail was talking about, or if he was just as clueless as everybody else? Uh, I always think Locke has a little bit more of a clue. I mean, or at least a, it may just be even like a like a gut feeling or something. But this it does seem like even in this scene, it seemed like he wasn't questioning like Saeed and Kate and the rest of them were. It's kind of like. Locke believes every word that these yeah, people say. Exactly. You know? it, the, the perfect thing I could think of to describe him is he's totally confused, but he's really interested to hear what he has exactly, to say. Exactly. Yeah. And he just like like if I was part of this in the past, you know, tell me all tell about me, yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. I, I forget too. You know. <laughs> I forget. Tell me about it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, it's so intriguing. I, I can't wait to learn more about that. Yeah. And of course, they come across a series of posts with these large, you know, kind of half hemispheres at the top. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it looks like they found the barracks. And uh, Saeed says it's a security perimeter or an alarm system. And Mikhail says it is a security perimeter. Mm-hmm. But it hasn't worked for years. So, of course, you know, Locke grabs Mikhail and forces him to walk through the perimeter and test it out. And Mikhail, you know, says thank you. And then he starts foaming at the mouth. And clearly the fence does still work. Yeah, yeah. Um, but... Seemed very unlike Locke to me. Yeah, me too. Especially when this guy's just said, oh, and by the way, Locke, I think I have a memory of mm-hmm. you, even though you've never met me before. Yeah. And he's going to throw the guy into the fence. I know. It didn't make a whole lot of sense. I mean, this episode just kept going on with the Locke's mistakes. You know, it's yeah. like, I mean, my wife even said, what, you know, like, what are you doing? You know, it's mm-hmm. like, it's just like, that's kind of the feeling you get. You're like, are you kidding me? What? Why yeah. would you do, why would you blow up the, the, the farm you just found? Yeah. Why would you throw him into this fence? You know? Exactly. It is a very against his character because mm-hmm. he's so like his whole mission is to figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, he gets to spend five minutes, you know, beginning to learn about what's going on. Then he destroys the possibility of learning any yeah. more than that. Yeah. And it really doesn't seem like his character at all. No, but it almost seems sabotage like. Mm-hmm. You know, almost like he does kind of get what's going on and like, okay, he knows that they're not supposed to have any information from that fire, uh, whatever the heck you want to call it, farm. Yeah, the flame, you know? yeah. So, or yeah, flame uh, farm. So he, flame, flame, flame farm. farm. <laughs> so he, he blows the thing up, you know, and then this guy, he's getting ready to tell a lot of information or he's telling anything. So he shoves him into this fence, you uh-huh. know, that kills him. And so it's almost, it seems kind of suspicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my in my my mind, you know. Yeah, I think so too. So a character bit here, we find out that Claire's mother was a librarian. I don't know if that's very useful, but we found it mm-hmm. out. And Claire goes to visit her in the hospital and has a conversation with her aunt Lindsay, who um, makes things really difficult for her. Just seems to be blaming Claire for the accident. Just a butt. Yeah. You know, like yeah. Very annoying. Just her whole attitude and how confrontational she seems to be was just really annoying. And the doctor says, you know, her mother suffered severe brain damage right. and, and that she's not he's not sure that she'll ever wake up. And says all of the expenses have been taken care of by someone who asked to be anonymous. Mm-hmm. And later, you know, Claire's going to see her mom again and someone in the hallway makes a comment about the new doctor or the American. Mm-hmm. And that ends up being none other than Christian Shepherd. Yeah. Um, he's there to visit her mother and let's listen to that. Okay. Morning, dear. Oh, I like your new doctor. What new doctor? Oh, the American. He's in with your mum now. Excuse me. The nurse said, are you a doctor? Yes. um, I'm, um, 
I'm very sorry. I, I shouldn't be disturbing you. I was just leaving. What are you doing here? I was just on my way out, Lindsay. If Carol knew you were here... She'd what? What would she do? She wouldn't be acting the way you are. Aunt Lindsay, uh, what's going on here? Who is he? It doesn't matter. Just go. Maybe you should tell her, Lindsay. She deserves to know. Please, just leave us alone. You are not the arbiter here. No. In these circumstances, you are I do believe that Claire has every right to know her. Just stop it! Are you the one paying the bills? Are you the one taking care of all this? Yes. And who are you? I'm your father, Claire. So, yeah. <laughs> Christian is, first off, the one who was paying all the bills for her mother's yeah. health care expenses. And obviously, he's Claire's father. Mm -hmm. That's why he was on Australia with Anna Lucia. Yeah. That's the woman he was talking to, you know, yelling at, at in front of her yeah. house. Um, Claire is his daughter. Mm -hmm. So I want to hear your thoughts on all this. Um, Just like there was a like a rush of things going through my head when I saw this scene. I remember the first time. Yeah. Um, the, the I mean, at first when it when I when they said there's a new doctor, I knew it was Jack's dad, and mm -hmm. I knew Jack's dad was Claire's dad. I just, really? Yeah. I, Man, yeah. how did you know that? I just, I just thought I, I, I was like, <laughs> and when I, I, they went in the room and I saw him standing there, I said, I said that's, that's uh, or Jack's dad's Kate's dad, and my mm -hmm. or, or not Kate's dad, but Claire's dad. Mm -hmm. And my wife's like, what? You know? And then she's like, and as I start talking, she's like, oh yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> you know. But then the thing that messed me up was the timeline mm -hmm. messed me up because if I, I remember right, when Ana Lucia and and uh, her uh, her dad or his dad um, Jack's dad what's his name again Christian Christian yeah, yeah. Christian I'm world names great faces <laughs> anyways Christian and her were there they had this fight right okay they leave he gets tore up mad okay he's not able to talk to Claire goes into the bar where we know is we thought was his, I mean, the same bar that he ends up getting killed in. Right. Bumps into Sawyer going in. Uh-huh. Okay, if that's the case, and he dies that night, all this happened prior to that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, this is my understanding of it. This is supposed to be teenage rebellious Claire. This yeah. This is supposed to be, I mean, maybe five, six years before now. Okay. Like, to me, she's supposed to be, like, early 20s at the latest. But you that know. means Claire's mom doesn't die. What? That means Claire's mom didn't die. Well, we don't know for sure that the woman he was talking to in front of that house was her mom. It could have been, been her the, aunt. It could have been the aunt. Because he, because he argued with the aunt like crazy, but it sounded like he and Claire's mom had a good relationship. Well, I don't think she's the one he was screaming at. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's what my other thing was. Either if it's if either it's not her mom. Uh-huh. Or she pulled through this coma or something, right. you know, somehow. Yeah, I think I misspoke. Yeah, when I connected the whole Ana Lucia waiting in the car. Yeah, I think he was talking with Claire's aunt because I think she was kind of like, um, you know, her mom's still in the hospital, obviously, as we saw later in the episode. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think the timeline is like, you know, this is, you know, probably five, six years before they get to the island. Um, he leaves, comes back home. Later on, all the stuff happens with Jack when he gets caught. He gets booted out of the, the right. hospital. Mm -hmm. He goes back again to try to see her. And I have more comments about this because it is interesting. I just yeah. thought of this. Um, and then he tries to go back and see her again right before she gets on that plane to leave. Yeah. And he's there. Doesn't get to see her, we assume. I mean, that's, and that's, I mean obviously, that's present day right. for Claire. I mean, she's yeah. quite older now. In I mean, in... I think she's supposed to be in her early, at the most, mid-20s. But as I'm saying, I mean, she's teenager, black hair, black fingernail polish, uh -huh. Claire. Five years has passed Yeah. during that time. Okay? Well, one, 
she yeah, we can talk about that there's a point i want to bring up later about that too but if that's the case why is she living with her aunt mm-hmm. you know and why is her aunt still have his control life and claire um um well, they, they, they're meeting again, and we will t- I'm sure we'll talk about that, their, their second meeting. Yeah. Because yeah. um, I got some stuff I wanted to say about okay. that as well. But um, it just, the timeline doesn't really fit for me. Yeah. And it's got a little confusion going on. The there more I think about it, I don't think that this whole th- scene, this whole episode takes place that long before. I'm, I mean, maybe a couple of years, two or three years. Uh, even, even that, to me... It's got a little bit of an issue, but we'll get to that a little later on. Okay. Well, yeah, the thing I was thinking of is it makes it so much more interesting now that Christian ran to Los Angeles, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. happened to get there like the day before, or at least a couple of days before this flight left, Right. you know, with all these people on it. Mm-hmm. And it makes you wonder why. Yeah. Why did this all, the timing work out so perfectly to where... Not only was, you know, he and Jack and Claire, everybody were going to be on this plane. Mm-hmm. And it just, it seems weird. Yeah. Really weird. Yeah. Um, Definitely. But yeah, I think this next scene is the one that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, he, later we find out that Claire's mother and Christian had a fling. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is part of that episode. Okay. Or that scene, sorry. And then he found out that she was pregnant. And when she was younger, Christian would hang out quite a bit uh, when Claire was younger. Right. And he was there to help because Claire's mother, you know, is alive, but she's not living. So basically wants to allow her to die. Right. And, um, you know, she, or I'll insert something here. They have this conversation and Christian says to her, you know, something to the effect of hope, you know, the difference between hope and regret, Mm -hmm. basically making sure Claire's not just wanting to keep her mother alive because she regrets the things she's done and said, Right. And that she's trying to, you know, have the chance to make up for those things mm-hmm. and to make sure that she's basically, if she's going to let her mother to live like she is to make sure she's doing it for the right reason, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, you know, she doesn't even know his name and she wants it to stay that way. And he tells her, you know, again, not to keep her mother alive for the wrong reasons. Yeah. So yeah, go on with what you were talking Actually, about. Actually the scene that I'm, I'm speaking of, well, yeah, it's later. Um, oh, it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's even later than that. Okay. Well, we can. If yeah. I don't mention it, then we'll just yeah, we'll bring to it, it up. No big deal. So on the beach, you know, Desmond goes directly to where one of the birds was captured. Mm-hmm. You know, or, or directly to where the, one of the birds is, he, so he can capture. Yeah, exactly. It. And Claire finds him. Let's listen to that. All right. What the hell are you doing? You followed me. Stay back. Stay back! How did you know it was going to be here? I didn't. Yes, you did. You had to. That's what you and Charlie were arguing about. You knew. How would I? I don't know, but you know, you walked straight here. No doubt at all about where you were going. You came right to this beach and right to this rock. And lo and behold, there's the bird. What the hell is going on, Desmond? See that spot over there? That's where Charlie slipped and fell in. He got pounded again and again by the rocks and broke his neck. What? What are you talking about? That's where Charlie died. So... The only thing really new, I mean, of course, Claire now knows about mm-hmm. what's going on with Charlie and Desmond. Yeah. But of course, you know, we see that Desmond is actively engaged in keeping Charlie from dying. Yeah. Over and over mm-hmm. and again, over and over again. And um, yeah, it does seem like, I mean, if he's going to do this, he's going to be busy for a while. Yeah, definitely. It's like, basically, if he's not going to interfere, Charlie's dead. Yeah. It almost seems like the... Whole death thing is surrounding 
it's whenever he's trying to help Claire, mm-hmm. obviously, you know, and it's like, I don't understand like what the significance that is, but every time it, it has something to do with him, you know, going and doing something for Claire, you know, it's yeah. like, it's like maybe, I don't know. I don't know. It could be that there's something there, but it could also just, just be, be cool. that he spends most of his time with Claire. True. Yeah. So that's but the I mean, way it would the go The thing down. is, I mean, why not with Hurley whenever he was going, you know, why not the, why didn't the thing wreck? Right. You know, I mean, if yeah. it's really after, if it's really about Charlie dying or was it more about keeping him away from Claire mm-hmm. and Aaron? Right. You know? Yeah, that could be good point. Very good point. Um, character bit. We see Claire go to visit her mother, you know, just before she gets on the plane to LA and uh, she tells her mother, who's still in a coma, that she's pregnant and she's giving the baby up for adoption. Uh, she and her mother were having an argument in the car before the crash, and Claire had even told her mother that she wished she was dead. Mm-hmm. Is this the scene you're talking about? Yeah, okay. it is. I mean, okay, we got a, 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 at least a year has passed, okay? Probably two or three years has passed now. Is her mother still in this coma? Mm-hmm. F- first off, I don't know any facility on the face of the planet <laughs> that would allow that to happen. You really? Know? Yeah. I mean, like artificial life, I think has actually, a, I mean, from my understanding, there's a limit that they will allow you to continue to sit there and mm. live off of a machine. Okay. You know, um, and I'm sure it was just a writing thing, but like to me, it just, you know, cause obviously this is about the time that Christian was trying to get a hold of Claire again, mm-hmm. right at this time. And so it just didn't make a whole lot of sense to me, like why three years had passed and all of a sudden now Christian's yeah. got to get a hold of her. It very well could be, yeah, the more I think about it, it could be that this there's some writing weirdness going on mm-hmm. here. And this may have only been, you know, it doesn't take long to dye her hair. This could have been, have been three months. But well, she's eight months pregnant. Oh, right? yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah, it takes a lot longer than three yeah. months for that to happen, yeah. I guess. Yes. Very yeah, it could be a year later. Yeah. I mean, it could be eight months later. Who knows? Yeah, but yeah, uh, I think you're right. It's, it's just a, it's probably a tighter timeline than what we're thinking. Yeah, it has to be. Um, but it, I don't know in the urgency within Christian, and, his, and that makes that seem so much different now. Mm-hmm. Like why he was there, why he felt like he had to, you know, see Kate again, or I keep saying Kate Claire again. Uh-huh. You know why he, had, he wanted to talk to her before she got on this flight. I mean, if he wouldn't even known if she'd get on this flight. But it just, I don't know, there's there's something more there to that, too. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, it wasn't just, oh, we need to see her again. You know, it was like he yeah. was very, you know, adamant about getting in front of her and talk to her. But obviously, the aunt or whoever it was is yeah. psycho. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's another, I guess she's another one of those characters on this show. So far, I've been like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't stand you. But, I mean, there are a couple of things here. I mean, I was just thinking about... Um, you know, we had we had the episode way back, I think, in season one, where we see Claire with her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. She had just gotten pregnant. Yeah. I mean, how long? I mean, how long were they together? And yeah, see, that's what I don't know. I mean, we only see from the point where she got pregnant mm-hmm. up until he left. Yeah, but so, they were talking marriage and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, it's like if they were that close, why? Where was he whenever her mom's dying? Or when there or was the accident? accident all, all the stuff. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. I mean. There's just something weird there. Yeah. I mean, that's all I I can't quite put it together either. Um, But otherwise, this episode makes Christian Shepard very important. Yeah, it does. In my mind. It's like something's going on. Mm -hmm. And he's, I mean, the fact that he's the father of two of the people on this island, Mm -hmm. it's just, there's something weird going on. Yeah, definitely. Especially with Jack, you know, seeing him several times at the Mm -hmm. beginning of the show and seeing him walking around the island and all this stuff they made him into a big character at the beginning of the show. They've yeah. kind of gotten away from it. And now it's like, they're kind of revisiting. Yeah, that definitely. And it's you, really interesting. Yeah, definitely. You want, you keep wondering now if like, if they'll find <laughs> like, like the Jack and, and Claire will find out. Oh, that they're, I thought you were going a different direction. Go ahead. Well, <laughs> like Saeed is going to say like, yes, my mother married <laughs> yeah, an no, American no. man. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Nadia was supposedly dating some man, yeah. you know, yeah. or something crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But I've this whole web of things. But no, I just if Jack and Claire will find out that they're brother and sister, you know, right? You know, he Jack yeah. knows he had a sister in Australia, you know, he he does know that, right? Um, he does. Yeah, I think he does know that, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, how how was it that he found that out? Um, 
I don't think I don't remember him knowing that. You don't? Oh man, I could have swore there was something that was said that made him know that there was a he had a, he had a, he was having an affair. I think he knew, may have known that his dad was getting into trouble when he was in Australia, but I don't think he knew There's that his no, dad had two families and all this stuff. Oh no no no! I was hoping that Ana Lucia would t- tell him. That's what it is. Okay, she knew. Yeah. Right. And she so that's what I was hoping that the connection would be made before Anna because she actually did know that. Right. Jack, she knew he had another daughter. Yeah. And but she didn't. I don't remember her knowing that Jack's father was Christian Shepherd. No, no. But I'm saying the connection could have been made very easily because at the, towards yeah. the end there, I think Jack and her had a conversation about his dad. Right. On the beach mm-hmm. when they were sitting there together, and, and I just and. So, anyways, I just I was hoping before she died, I was like, oh, she could just say, yeah. By the way, you're, this is why your How's dad your was sister doing, yeah. Or, this is why your dad was in Australia, and you yeah. know, and you have a sister, you know, and yeah. And then now, now it makes even more like, oh, oh, you know, I know, they yeah. Could, they could totally work it out, but yeah. And I was gonna, I was thinking too, you know, did we have any hints in the past when you know Jack and Claire have interacted with each other that they that one or the other knew. Oh yeah, about no. that they were brother and sister. Yeah, I don't. I don't. But I didn't really pick anything. up on anything. If they ever start to like have romantic interest yeah. in each other, the writing's gotten way yeah, too crazy. They need to have like a producer step in off the side yeah, of like, the frame and say, no, no. "You guys are brother and sister. Please uh, quit." You know, <laughs> gross. By the way, real yeah. quick, gross. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, it's it's so interesting mm-hmm. because I mean the fact that we've had these two people living together for the past, you know, I think eighty days. They said they've mm-hmm. been there now. Um, and their brother and sister and don't even know it. Yeah. It's just really interesting. Jackson uncle doesn't even know it. Uh-huh. You know. Yeah, Claire's his, his nephew. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, Aaron. You said Claire. Claire, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Aaron is yeah. his nephew. Yeah. How many roles are you going to put on Claire here? You know, uh. Nephew, sister. <laughs> Not only is she a sister, she's <laughs> it's also really a really family. Yeah, it's All crazy. revolves around Christian. <laughs> Anyways. So you know the Ooh, last thing. Oh, go that, ahead. No, that would make if you if if Claire was his. If okay, I was gonna say that would be be really really weird. I if think if Claire were his, his niece, that would make Jack's dad <laughs> and them like, Jack's dad her his, her yeah. <laughs> Jack's dad would be the baby's daddy. He'd be the baby's daddy and, and Claire's, Claire's daddy. daddy. Sick. Okay, so <laughs> that's the next episode. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. No kidding. If that happens, I might just quit. Yeah. So. <laughs> But the last thing I had was the note, you know, the note that Claire wrote, you know, to put onto the bird. Mm-hmm. That was very good, very, like, it basically summed this show up into, you know, or yeah. not really the whole show, but more of their what precision. the characters have mm-hmm. gone through and their yeah. personalities. But there was one line that stuck out, the whole, we are alive, please don't give up on us. Mm-hmm. And it almost spoke more to the issues they're trying to overcome than yeah. anything. It's kind of like if you were in rehab and you wrote a letter to exactly. your family, it's like, I'm here. I'm trying to get over this, you know, don't give up on me, that kind of thing. Yeah. It really made me think of that. Yeah. yeah that's, that's a good thought. I was thinking about, I hope that bird's leg don't get wet. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I can hope think of. Hope he doesn't of. sit down in yeah, a puddle like, oh, somewhere. Oh, great. I mean, these are, these are you know, seabirds. I mean. They, they put you, it on, like, you know, wax paper. And no, I was like, what are you writing it on? You're going to, like, edge it and steal or something? <laughs> a piece or? of t- toilet paper. It'll yeah. Be gone. Like, gone. Yeah. As soon as it takes off, it just falls off in, a, in the ocean. Now, that would have been a good scene. <laughs> that would have been great. The bird <laughs> takes off and the note just falls off. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, that's it. <laughs> well, yeah. That the sucks. end. Yeah. Lost. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We went off the deep end. Today. Yeah, I know. It's great. It's good. Yeah. Um, last thing I had, this is the real last thing I had. <laughs> you know, Saeed, Locke, and Kate arrive at the barracks, and uh, they're watching from the bushes, and they notice Jack running towards them. Mm-hmm. They think he's escaping, but obviously they see him playing football with oh Tom. Oh, my gosh. And, dude, I can... I remember watching this the first time and getting chills up and down my spine. Like, yeah. what the freak is yeah. going on, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, it totally looked like he was booking it towards them. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, he sees him. He's making yes, a break yes, for it, yes. you know? And he's, like, catching an over-the-shoulder pass, you uh-huh. know? And the spike, spike was just so yeah. perfect. It was just so, oh, it was a great scene. Yeah, and, you know, it's like, I don't know. It just seems so like he's at home. He's enjoying himself, uh-huh. you know, and it, it made if it had they not said Shepard wasn't on the list, mm-hmm. I would have assumed that he was supposed to be there the whole time. 
Right. You know, because like the other people, he, he was acting just like uh, the the stewardess that he saw. You know, he was acting just like, oh, no big deal. We're just coming over, you know. Right. It, it just like his whole attitude had changed. Like right. he had been enlightened to some point. Uh-huh. Yeah, I totally think that, like he's part of this group. Mm-hmm. Like he's filling Ethan's shoes. Yeah. Like he's now the, the other the doctor. doctor. Yeah. It's crazy. It is. It just freaked me out. And you saw, it's so weird because for the first time, you see a huge separation between Jack and his group. Yeah. Like it's now he's another. It's yeah. like they're sitting it's, there and they're yeah. looking, they're like hiding still from yeah. Jack. Exactly. And it's I cannot so think of an example, but it's like, it gives me the same feeling as like, um, it's like this guy you thought you knew so well, and all of a sudden he's been brainwashed mm-hmm. in his turn, and but now you don't know him at all. Exactly. And like you're separated, and you have to start from the beginning. Yeah. And recreate the relationship, and it's like you know, and you can see it in Kate's face. Oh She's yeah. Like what the heck, you know? Of all going people, on? Kate definitely probably like yeah. totally just devastated or just yeah. shocked or. Uh, it was a great scene. Yeah. Freaked me. I mean, it totally messed me up. Uh huh. Man, I wish I could remember what I thought more when I saw it the first time. I just was blown away, and I, I, I mean, I just started thinking like, is he like sleeping in his own house now, and got like his own like, you know, is or is he? Because he's obviously not like a prisoner. You no, know? It's like, no. He's well, living. he was having a good time. He's not just you know coping with being yeah, with no. the others. I mean, his attitude's completely different. Yeah. Like in the in the other place, he was like. You know, you know, screw you. We'll see what happens. I'll kill uh-huh. you. I'll do kill this. you, Ben. You know, you yeah, just try do, me. Yeah. Do this, do this, or all you're dead. Yeah. You know, and now it's like touchdown. Yeah. You know, it's just so different. <laughs> it's so weird. You know. And I mean, I guess if I if I could kind of, you know, try to resolve it in my own mind, it makes sense that, you know, he saw Kate with Sawyer, and he basically told him to leave, never mm-hmm. come back for him, leave him alone. And, you know, he was trying to move on with his life, but it seems like this is his life. Yeah. But, I mean, even for him, because he has so much animosity towards the others. Mm-hmm. That's gone. Right. I mean, yeah. completely. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I'm, and it I, may, yeah, and it makes you wonder, like, you know, have we been misled to believe what these others are all about? Oh, yeah, definitely. Maybe Jack has found out the truth, and these others aren't nearly as bad as we thought. And that's exactly, actually, when I thought of it, that's what I was thinking was like, there's obviously something that he's seen or experienced to change his mind. Mm-hmm. And now I mean, I'm dying to see him again. I yeah. want to know what the heck is going on with him. Right. But did it, for you, did it instantly create a line? Like all of a sudden Jack is a good guy and all these other people are bad guys. Like, I mean, not all these other people, Kate, Saeed, yeah. Locke, all of them. It's oh, like definitely. now Jock, uh, no Jock. Jack, Jack, Jack. Jack's a new character. Yeah. yeah. Jack is like, now he's one of the good people, one of the good ones. Yeah. And now all of a sudden they're outside of that. No, I definitely see that. And I've, I've actually been feeling like the others weren't bad for a while now, uh-huh. you know, and I right. started seeing more of that. You guys are the bad people. We're just a peaceful group. You know, uh-huh. I've been noticing that. But now it does seem like Jack has made that transition, right. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what's got him there. I don't know if he's truly converted over, you know. Yeah. I mean – I mean, next episode, it could be like he gets to them sides like, no, I'm just trying to play him. Yeah. You know, we got him right where we want him. I'm going to kill him all tonight. Yeah. And sleep. You know, <laughs> I mean, I can see that. Yeah. Got a knife hidden in this football. You can't. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to throw it. He's going to, I mean, you see him bleeding. I've got a run. throwing knife right yeah. here ready for Tom. Exactly. I mean, they don't even know what's happening. <laughs> you know, I can see that. But I mean, honestly, in his demeanor, because he didn't yeah. know, you know, he's, he's having a heck of a time. Yeah. I wanted to be there throwing football. Yeah. You know, I was like, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yeah, get a great episode. Like, yeah, it was. There's, you know, two huge things with the whole you know Christian Shepherd thing. And, yeah, and Jack, you know, playing football with Tom, just great episode. Definitely. Anything else before we uh, close out the show here? That's it for me. All right. Well, I did want to let everyone know that we've uh, planned our next vidcast. Um, it will be. Um, let's see if I can explain this here. The last time, last season, we did the two part finale, which is like an hour and a half mm-hmm. show, um, as one big show. We're not going to do that again. It's just way too much time. Um, but we're going to do the vidcast over the second part of the season finale. So we'll um, have an audio only audio only over <laughs> audio only version of part one right. and part two yeah. of this the season finale, and we'll have a video and audio only version of the last part. How many more do two. we have before season three's finale? Um, let's see here. Let me look at the list. We are on inter or par avion. 
we have my computer will respond here three four five six seven eight nine nine before we get to the part one okay of the season finale all right so a little bit left still yep and um yeah, so that'll be our next vidcast. And related to that, um, we're going to try to integrate more video voicemails into the next vidcast. So I wanted to let everyone know very, very early um, that you can send us um, video files, whether it's um, with a webcam or a real video camera or whatever. Record yourself with a message about either that episode or any yeah. any previous episode um, with any comments or theories you might have about what's been going on. Or really anything at all. We yeah. would just love to, to get your faces on the show and uh, for the world to see. But um, I can't remember. I don't know exactly what date that's going to fall on, but I'll make sure and kind of keep you updated as we go through the weeks here. And uh, we'd like to get your video voicemails. And you can just email those to me at info at lostmysterypodcast.com. Or you might try, you know, a Google search for one of the, you know, free file hosting or large file hosting services out there and put it up there and send me a link. One way or the other, you can get your messages to us, and we will be very appreciative. Also, of course, our regular voicemails, we still want to get those in. We still have our contest going mm -hmm. in, which I still think Jed is massacring you, all of you <laughs> very badly. So um, get those voicemails in, and we'll keep the tally running. And uh, maybe as part of the vidcast episode, uh, we'll announce the winner of that contest, which as of right now will be Jed. Mm -hmm. So... Until then, you all have a great day. On Sunday, we'll be discussing The Man from Tallahassee, a lock-centric episode, a big episode, some questions finally answered. Okay. So, hope you all have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. New episodes are released every Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday morning at 7 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time. In the meantime, if you haven't already, you can sign up and become part of our community at lostmysterypodcast.com. Email us your questions or comments to info at lostmysterypodcast.com. And please call our listener line at 765-439-4190 with your name, where you're calling from, and also let us know whether or not you'd like your comments to be used on an upcoming episode.